Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we're happy to have you here today. Um, My favorite subject today. Yeah, trying to, trying to keep things clean. Cleaning. Oh, you know, I just want to say here real quick, I'm looking at my phone because I need to look at a, a post on Facebook to talk about what we want to talk about, okay? Okay. But that um, Julie, and I'm just going to say her last name starts with an R, she just joined the Self-Sewn Wardrobe Group, and Julie is somebody, she used to make read bags, She, I think she lives in New Jersey, and she'd oh, yeah, send, I remember. She'd send them to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought I'd say that. Okay, so today, what we're talking about is... How to clean things in your sewing room that are not your that, sewing machine. It's not particularly your sewing machine. Yeah. So we all... Now, we have a lot of stuff in our sewing room. We have a studio. Right. Um, it's quite large. So, like, everyone knows that they should be cleaning their sewing machine, even if they don't, if they're not doing it. <laughs> Your sewing machine should be clean. I believe, I believe your owner's manual should tell you how. I believe you know that you should be cleaning. And your sewing I machine. believe we also have a um, video on YouTube. I know we have one with me with that really dirty machine where I was pulling all the crap out of it. You yes, know? Yeah. and we have. I don't think we have cleaning a cleaning a drop in bobbin. Oh, okay. We have cleaning a front-loading bobbin, oh, and okay. so I want to work on that. Maybe by the time okay. this podcast gets out, we'll have that because that we'll is just like that. That is just. It's been on my list of things to do. Okay. So uh, what do out. you what are you supposed to clean in the sewing area that you don't, Mallory? And how would you clean it if you did? <laughs> well, I'll tell the story that inspired this podcast. <laughs> I'm not a very clean person or an organized person, um, is what mom is intonating there with, with her question. No, um, I thought it was obvious, but <laughs> so I was cutting up a bunch of stuff. For my PBS appearance, okay, and it was doing what are called step outs. And so for step outs, if you've ever watched a PBS show or a cooking show or, or something. Or any sort of sewing you know, show, anything where they develop a when, something that, yeah, you when know, you project. Have like, when you have a 12-step project, you have to do step one 12 times. Right. You know, so that you can be like, step one. Okay, and then we, we do step two. This is what step two looks like. We do step three. That You can't, right. they don't have the time for you to actually sew the whole project and do all the steps. And I was kind of losing it. 
actually, because I had this crazy quilted patch. Yeah. And I had to, I couldn't figure out how many times I needed to step out. Yeah. And so I kept being like, oh my God, I have to make another one. (laughs) And I was like, I wonder if I can like not make another one. And I was like, no, I have to make another one. Like, and I have to do all the decorative stitching on it. And right. everything, and I'm, I just want to cry thinking about it. But anyway, uh, anyway, so I was cutting out all of these like five inch squares from Silk Dupioni with the rotary cutter. Right. Okay. It's doing it, doing it, and then all of a sudden, like the rotary cutter was not cutting, mm-hmm. and I, and not cutting at all. It wasn't like there was one bad spot. It was right. like not cutting. I'm like, what's going on here? And I noticed actually the blade was like a little shaky. Yeah. You know, and I, I was like huh, I'm going to do a little experiment here, like, to avoid making (laughs) So I took apart the rotary cutter. Another video uh, that needs to be done, I guess. Uh, I took apart the rotary cutter, and there was all of this lint Mm -hmm. in between the blade and where the blade meets the handle and in between the little stopper that, like, keeps the blade on. And I thought, I'm not going to change the blade. Right. I'm just going to clean, clean it. it out. I'm just going to clean it and see, like, how much of an improvement that makes, you know, because rotary blades are expensive. Now, I don't think you should be stingy about keeping a sharp blade no. in your in your rotary cutter, but I, I was sort of, I was interested. I was like, I wonder how much improvement will come from just cleaning out this actual rotary cutter. And so I put it back together, and I, I just, you know, screwed it all back together after kind of wiping. I, I think I used... A wash, or not a, what am I saying? Um, Like a shop alcohol. towel. Oh, I thought you were going to say, towel. okay, yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I could have used alcohol, but there was a little bit of Windex, there was Windex right, right. next to me. I just did so a little Windex, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so then I put it all back together, and it was just, it worked like this a dream. like amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't cost me anything. A blade. Didn't yeah, it didn't cost, cost me a blade. blade. Right. It didn't, so I posted about this on, uh, on our Facebook page. And I said, hey, you need to clean out your rotary cutter. It made a huge difference. And then this gentleman, his name is Brent, and I'll tell you who Brent is in a second. Um, Brent says, this is also why scissors need to be lubricated. Never try to adjust the screw. This and sharpening should be done by an expert. That's right. But just like your rotary cutter, fibers from fabric as well as dust particles get trapped and wrapped around your screw on scissors. A good rule of thumb, if you use your scissors daily, lubricate them weekly. If you use your scissors weekly, clean them monthly. Always make sure to use a clean microfiber or cotton cloth to wipe the excess oil... Excess. Yeah, he means excess. Excess oil and gunk before cutting your fabrics. Hashtag stay sharp. (laughs) (laughs) And you know who Brent is. Brent is my contact at Fomore Cutlery, where your favorite scissors come from. Yeah. That's who that is. Well, now what I do, and we'll have to find out if this is okay with him, but I use the cotton swab to clean my scissors blades and then I oil it. Yeah, I And I, all I use is a drip a, a drop of the machine oil. Uh-huh. And the reason I use that is because there are fabrics like the dot sequin or a lot of fabrics have glue yeah. or goo mm-hmm. in them like when you're cutting them and they're coming off on yeah. that blade and if you wipe them down with the alcohol it will clean it off. I mean and, and God knows what's been cut with this rotary cutter blade that's on the rotary cutter. Well, like Pretty much a lot of stuff. We can, you know, I uh, think it probably still Christmas were, wrapping paper. What were you just doing? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so 
Oh, actually, you know what I cut with that was that runner that we put on the steps. Oh, the carpeting. And that was really gross. <laughs> Because it had a rubber backing that was I'm, rotting off. Oh, you know, there's a bunch of black crap. That's what it was. In there. That's what that is. It was like sand, like uh-huh, black sand. Uh-huh, yeah. That was disintegrating rubber. Well, all right. <laughs> it's so, my fault. So, there, yeah, there's not, it's not Well, just, so now you believe it, don't yep. you, that we use that rotary cutter for just about everything. everything. In fact, I've been known to run from the kitchen with my parchment paper and cut it off to freaking love rotary yeah especially cutter. if i'm like cooking a whole bunch of like little things wrapped in parchment paper i just come up here and cut you know, it all off you know i'll mention <laughs> i just mentioned stacy in the last episode oh stacy again Stacey again she had to cut up a bunch of strips for oh, yeah, t-shirt she came, bracelets yeah and she's like oh i have to cut these all and you I told her to come to the I said, you yeah. come in here you do it in five minutes that's right she's like this would have taken me hours know. you know and i'm like yeah you well would've... not only that but you would have got a cramp in your hand no joke yeah, yeah. so anyway um rotary cutters uh, are, are should our be cleaned. friends. And should they should be, be cleaned. cleaned. And your scissors should be cleaned. So you heard Brent's recommendation. You can dissolve that glue that might come from dot sequin. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, though, if you, oiled the, if you oiled the blades, it might even dissolve the blue. Yeah. If you rub them with oil. I and don't then, know. You know, he said to wipe them off. And he, uh-huh. I think what he, so he said to use a microfiber or cotton. He doesn't want you to use normal paper towels so that you don't get a bunch of well, fibers. You, well, and a lot of times paper will scratch things. Yeah. If you don't know what grade it is. You should never use, like, paper towels or tissue on your glass lenses. Right. So these yeah. shop towels are uh, different. Right. They're, they're a little softer. I don't know if right. I use them on my glasses. But well, usually I can grab a piece of flannel or something yeah. out of the trash. I yes. Can, or quilting cotton. Something and, out of the right. trash. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, like, a scrap. Right. 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 No, but uh, that – so clean your rotary cutters, guys. Right. And if you don't, you know, Brent says, hey, if you use them weekly, do it, or daily, do it weekly, weekly, do it monthly. If you don't remember the last time. Then you do it. Just do it. Well, like the sewing machine, people say, how often do I clean, do you clean your sewing machine? I clean, I would clean my sewing machine after every project. Yeah. Then it was ready for the next project. And if I didn't remember, like, how much mending or something I had done in between before I started another project, I would just clean it. Just clean it. Well, just look at it. Right, that's okay. true. Especially if you do have the... I don't... No, some people don't even wipe the face of their machine off. Right. I mean, just... just we look. know that. Machines would come in the shop for repair, yeah. and they would have, like, coffee and Coke stuck on it. I mean, it was disgusting. You know, just look at your machine. Especially, I feel like, with the top-loading bobbins, it can be a little easier to see because you just pop that thing off real quick, and you're like, oh bunch of lint yeah need to clean it you know well, and what you really really <laughs> should have is those little vacuum attachments yes the vacuum attachment kits help a and lot and if you have a surgery and you don't have the the mini vacuum attachments you are doing yourself a disservice not a mini vacuum mini attachments attachment. you want a big sucky vacuum and little attachments because you the little bitty vacuums just don't have enough suck right right and um so those are good for your surgery. I mean, they're good for your sewing machine too, right? You know? But look, we well, they're good for lots of things. They're good for your computer. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they are. They, they really are good. Uh, they're good for that little ledge around your stove. Yeah, they also can get in the, in the vents of your um, oh, car. Yeah. Your yeah, little, you know. So there you go. That's right. our plug for. That's a product we sell is those mini vacuum attachment kits. So rotary cutters and scissors are things that can be cleaned. And mm-hmm. before we take a message break, talk to us about how you clean. And maintain your cutting mat. Well, Mom. I was going to say, if you clean your scissors you and your, you, what about your mat? Yeah. Um, I clean mine a couple of ways, I guess. You know, I have a soft, what I call it, 
a shop brush. Because I get it at the hardware store. Yeah. It's like a big hand brush. Uh-huh. It, it's not a whisk broom, you guys. It's a big Softer. brush. Maybe we need to take a picture of yeah. it. And it's very soft. And I don't know if those are natural bris- bristles or um, synthetic, but it's very soft. And I brush the lint and the fibers and all that stuff off of my cutting board constantly. Right. I mean, I do it every almost every time I cut something. It's hanging on a hook, you know, on my cutting table. And you don't use that on the floor. It doesn't. No. And when someone uses it on the floor, they get a talking. That's right. Too. So if you have a cutting mat, every time you are going with your rotary cutter, right. or even if you have a cutting table and you only use shears, right. you're still making right. lint. Right. You know, uh, and if so, if you want to keep that nice. You need to be brushing right. that, and it can it can affect your cutting. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. In fact, it can ruin your cut. Right. And then you know, I do wipe it down. Um, I have come across a new cleaner that Mallory's not aware of. What is it? I found it at the dollar store. Okay. It's called L A Awesome Cleaner. Okay. <laughs> and I. Reason I know about it is your dad found it on a camper site to clean the outside of the camper with. Oh. Just squirt it on there and it I swear to God it's magic. But it like does it must have it has a solvent in it. Yeah, some, some kind sort. of solvent in it. So um you dilute I dilute it down. You know what else we do with our cutting and that, wipe it off. That's not cleaning. Um, but that I think is a, a cool tip. If you need to replace your cutting mat, okay. There's probably one area of your cutting mat that is very worn. It's the place where you cut the most. And the place you stand the most. Right. Right. It's normally the zero, right? (laughs) Well, for me, it's the the middle. Not all the time, but yeah. It's the middle edge, you know. So that area can be more worn. So when you when you do get a new cutting mat, put that new cutting mat on your on your table, but with the old cutting mat, cut it apart. Yeah, cut it apart. And and use the less often used parts on the part where you're right. going to end so up. So in other words, you square. can take a part of your old cutting mat and put it on top of where you're standing and say you're just cutting little pieces, not a big pattern or something. Uh-huh. And so you're not going to wear a hole in just one spot. The other thing you can do is you can rotate your cutting mat. Yeah. Because we usually stand on a certain side. So that side starts looking a little, you know. Ratty. Ratty, we just turn it around. The other thing is you do not have to cut to China. <laughs> Okay. Whoa. These are the things. No, these are the things you learn from having a store. Okay. I have never cut through a cutting mat in my life. Okay. Man. I can't even imagine people how these been... people can cut through the entire thickness of a cutting They'd mat. They'd be like, I can't carry my machine in. Yeah. But I can push this rotary cutter down right so hard. Right through your brand new mat that you bought for your this class. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh so, my gosh. I don't know what they did. I don't know how they did that's it. That's so true. That's a yeah. good. That's, so well, you don't have, you only have to cut through the. Maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance. You only have to cut through the fabric. That's related. That's related. Uh, absolutely. Good. Good point. Probably keep your blade lasting longer too. So uh, th- that's our, that's kind of our cutting spiel here. And let's take a little break, and we'll come back and we'll talk about um, our irons and a few other things. Hey, mom, what's the coolest thing that I've brought home from the shop recently? Okay, I don't know the formal name. It I call it the Floriani Floriani cutting kit. Well, I think they call it the embroidery toolkit, but who cares? Oh, okay. It's, but it is a snazzy case set. 
uh, of five scissors. And my favorite thing in here is actually these mini duckbill scissors. They're great for applique. They fit in your embroidery hoop. I'm crazy about those, but I'm also liking the small embroidery snip scissors with the little pointed tip. Love them, love them, love them. Yeah, those things, like, they can get in there. Yeah, yeah, they get in the spot. I also really like the little squizzery snips in here. Yes. That you squeeze at, uh, in order to cut. Uh, they are curved as well, so that's fabulous. And then there's the four-inch straight blade scissors. I love them. I love them because everybody needs a little pair of scissors that and, are sharp and good. And as a nurse, I bet you're happy that there's a little pair of offset tweezers in there, the too. The offset tweezers. I love, I love, I love. And you can get in any spot in a machine or a garment or anything. And they look like a little crane to me. They do. And they're real pointy on the end. And they aren't grooved in there. Right. So that they don't get a bunch of lint in them exactly. when you're using them. If you have this kit and rotary cutter, you've got it made. Absolutely. And this makes a great gift. And it is on sale now at sewhere.com slash cutters. You'll see all the rotary blades and shears and scissor kits that we carry there. And if you use the code ZD cuts that's z-e-d-e-c-u-t-s at checkout you'll get 15 percent off all cutters that we carry at sewhere.com so long and so happy everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. All right, and we're back. So... I want to talk about iron cleaning. Yes. Yes, because it's fun. Iron cleaning is fun. And dangerous. And dangerous. It can be dangerous, too. It can be dangerous. So you can, um, and I would recommend you, buy iron cleaner. Right. And there are a few different kinds that you can get. We have had an iron cleaner pen uh -huh. at the store before, and I liked it. And you were supposed to be able to use it on a cool iron, okay? So that's a little safer. Right. All right. But then, and it works, but then I also really liked using, like, the gel that you put yeah. on the hot iron. I like the stuff out of the tube that just fries that stuff off. And it smells like tanning lotion. Yeah, they it fra does. They it's fragrance really... it. Oh, God. Some, somebody else might hate it, I guess. But, you know, I was, I was using the iron the other day to do those step outs, and I actually, there was a, there's an old towel here, and I just really steamed the iron big mm -hmm. time and just rubbed it on the, the towel, towel yeah. a bunch and I got a bunch of residue off yes. of it just by doing that right. and we were using starch right and that I was like oh starch will accumulate you know. on your iron yeah so why does it, why do our irons get dirty right okay because we, we we can use starch or or well most fabrics have some sort of you sizing. know sizing on them which is basically a chemical 
How about our iron has a lovely blush to it now? It's used to be white because you did all that red fabric. Yeah. So, so the dyes the dye. uh, can come off on your iron. Um, what else? Uh, if you if you are working with a fusible stabilizer Absolutely. or interfacing or something and you get a little bit of it on there. And that's where, you know, the Teflon pressing sheet comes in so that you don't get all this goo on the bottom, you know, and it is you're you're putting glue on the bottom of your iron. Absolutely. And then and then it, you know, it fries and heats up and turns black and then you go and you press something else and now that's black. Um I was about to do a video one time on stabilizing crushed velvet to embroider it, okay? And then I was like, in the video. Sorry you had to do that. No. <laughs> I was saying something like, make sure to put your stabilizer fusible side down. And I put the iron Fused down. Fused the whole thing. Brought it back up. And there it was. And it was on my iron. Right. So I'd put it down the wrong way. And I was like, oh, well, now we get to do an iron cleaning video. That's right. <laughs> so what I do with, like, the goopy iron cleaner, mm -hmm. you get the iron hot. I think you're supposed to take the steam out of it. I think you're supposed to take empty the water. Well, probably it. just so you're going to hurt yourself. Right, yeah. right. Um, oh, that's a good story. Um, <laughs> one other thing about owning a store. I had this lady one time. I said something about, you know, press this button to get steam. And, and I was, she steamed her face. No, I was far away from yeah. her. And she's like, where is it? And she like lifts the iron up. Oh, like, and no. And puts the face of the iron, like, to her face. And I was just like. I think I would get sued, even if it was, like, your fault for putting the iron on your face. Like, yeah, <laughs> stupid people sue. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, put that down, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so anyway, uh, that uh, that happened. Okay, so you're supposed to take the steam out, you get the iron real hot, and then uh, you can put that goopy stuff on, like, a paper towel, and I would put right. it on the iron real quick, and it would just dissolve the stuff away. Right. And then I would like swipe the iron down on like right. a terry cloth it's towel. like you're ironing yeah. the, the towel and so you're right. cleaning it like that and that just makes a huge difference you don't want to get residue yeah. well the your, other thing the, thing the other iron. thing you really want to be careful about is scratching the plate of your iron very true and um be careful of some of the pinterest and internet solutions where yeah. they're using salt and things like that and um steel wool steel steel wool if if you're using anything, it can't be steel wool unless it's fine, fine, fine. And guess what? Fine steel wool, when it gets hot, will catch on fire. So um, be yes. real careful <laughs> with, with what you're, how you're cleaning that iron. And you don't, you don't want to scar the plate. You just don't. No. And, you know, I, I put that goopy stuff on a paper towel, and I have, like, a ton of paper towel around right. my hand. And I very gently yeah. put it on there because the, the action, what really cleans Well, you it, can also wear a glove and Yeah, you could wear a glove. The, what really cleans the iron is whatever solvent is That's in right. the iron cleaner. That's it's right. not like me scrubbing it, no. you know. So no, you, it's the heat and the solvent. The heat and the solvent get it, and then you can um, swipe it on a towel you keep that towel right you know so you can kind of swipe it and uh have that and it's good to have a towel by your ironing board anyway uh you know you should clean your ironing board cover yeah right oh or, absolutely or you and you can also put a teflon sheet down on your ironing board That's or right. a muslin down on your ironing board before you do something to protect your ironing board cover from starch and, and whatnot. And a lot of times, I see people using ironing board cupboards that are scarred and look bad. They've got you need a it needs to be clean and new. It's not. And you know, if you can sew, you can make one. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and it's not all about looks, right? You know, it's anybody about, can sew me an ironing board cover. Matter? Yeah, it's about keeping your stuff. Clean, that's right. Right. And honestly, I have seen people make a lot of ironing board covers again out of quilting cottons that are have you know cute little spools of thread printed on them and all this 
You guys, it's a bad idea. Yeah. It really should be a natural fabric, either, you know, unbleached or bleached fabric because that dye will transfer to something eventually. Right. And you won't know when it's going to happen. It may be fine for a while, and then all of a sudden you're going to lay something down and get the hit right. that iron, and it, that color is going to impart onto right something recipe. else. And, of course, it'll come off in the ironing board cover, but it won't come off of oh, the thing sure, you pressed right. it onto. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Um, so irons uh, are an important thing to keep clean. And ironing board covers. And ironing board covers. Now, what about, uh, we were we were talking about dust and floors a little bit. Yeah, you know, there's we, we have a laminate floor in our studio, which I like a lot. But when it gets dusty, it gets slick. Or when there's fibers on it, it gets slick. Or a piece of tool. Yeah. Oh, tool is like tool is like ski. Yeah. So this is like old school pergo flooring right. that you and Jerry laid forever ago, right? Right. And if there's a piece of tool on here and you step on it, you can just go for miles. Like, but, but I love the floor. I'm really glad this is the floor I have because it cleans up so nicely. Right. Um, carpet is another thing, um, and carpet's really hard to clean, and you have to pre-pick things up on carpet right so get a magnet to pick up your pens and guess what not all pens will be drawn to a magnet so you might want to test those before you even use them to make sure they do and um didn't um like bernina and another sewing machine company mm-hmm. sell a vacuum that, they had, had, a magnet a vacuum that had a magnet across the front <laughs> of the beater bar which you can do you can glue a magnet yeah to the front of your um but you, you know, but you have to pre. You also have to pre-pick up those yeah. long threads because they're going to roll around your beater bar, and then you're not going to have a vacuum. Or you have to get like a haircut. Some employees we had, they would just keep using the vacuum <laughs> until they smelled smoke, and the beater bar would have, you know, the belt on the beater bar would have basically fried, melted. And, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you know, there you can lint roll your carpet. Um, you can get a little child and make them pick, <laughs> pick up all up, the threads. Pick up stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, it's one reason why I don't have carpeting. Yeah. Um, we had it in, in our shop because I felt it was safer than the slick floor that you could ski on. Right. Um, so we always, Once again. Right. We always say, But we would have to get down and pick up that floor and yeah, then run the vacuum. Have to pre-pick up the floor. Now, the other thing that can happen if, of course, you got threads all over the place. Right. Is if you have a rolling chair, yes, your chair rollers. Right. You need to turn your chair upside down every so often. Check those out because you'll start to have a chair that doesn't roll. And that's anymore. when your dental pick comes <laughs> in really handy. I dental pick out the the fibers your and dental the threads. Pick and your razor blades and your yeah. whatnot. Yeah, I have sat and like dug rollers, like stuff out of rollers for hours before. I remember doing it with you one time right. up here. So. See, I'm really good, and I I sweep all the time, like constantly. I just swept in here yesterday. Amazing. Do you know that? You should have recorded it because I, I don't did. believe you. I swept. It's but, pretty. You, I think yeah, you no, can it's tell. Pretty good. Oh, I point at this part of the floor that has so like. So that's two one reason on to it. keep your floors clean. Is <laughs> you know it will get. You know up why in your else to keep them clean? Because you sew with dark colored yeah. fabrics. And then there's bits of thread on the floor, and they look like spiders, and it's scary. Is it? And then, <laughs> yes, that's why you need to sweep your floor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, another thing I want to talk about is food in your studio. Yeah. And food and drink both, right? Um, Hashtag sewing beer. Yeah. Uh, and sewing, sewing wine. wine. Uh, you guys need to get sipper cups, okay? <laughs> 
It drives oh, me freaking crazy. I see, I see Karen's wine, an open wine glass, sitting next to her Destiny, baby like Destiny sewing machine, and I want, I go, holy, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, we need. She needs a wine sipper cup, and they do exist, okay? We need they have your, a stem on them and everything. Sewyer.com sippy cups. <laughs> Drive me out of my freaking mind, no, I you guys. Take, I you take, never know when it's going to go. I take my thermos up here. Right. If it's in the morning and I'm, I'm drinking, like, tea right, right. now. And uh, if I'm if I'm up here and I, w- I would want coffee or tea or something like that, I would have a thermos. Well, yes. And my children, when my children were younger and they came to my studio, they were only allowed to bring a bottle of water that closed. I wouldn't even let them have anything else. Right. Right, yeah, because you just—I mean—and you just—you you don't want anything to spill on anything. Well, and the other There's thing no, is, no place is safe. Or if it spills and you don't see it, and yeah. it's got sugar in it, guess what that does? Yeah. That draws little varmints and vermin and stuff. Now back to dusty floors and stuff. You mentioned air return vents, right? And your sewing room is a place where a lot of extra lint and gets made. You're manufacturing right. lint when you sew. It's so what you're doing. You need to keep that in mind um, when you're. You know, when you go to clean, is, right. is keeping keeping those clean. And too. then the other thing, if you have a fan in your sewing room, <laughs> we we have a ceiling fan. Oh, ours is, our yours, ours is ours, really clean. Why right is now? ours clean? Because so mother clean, cleaned. Mom. Oh, mom, um, that's gorgeous fan. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing about a, a fan in a sewing room, a, a, a ceiling fan, is you know you can lay your pattern out, and if, right. you, if you don't have it weighted down, you there know, it goes. You know. <laughs> Oh no! But so, see, sometimes you're turning it on and off depending on what you're doing because it, it you know, it's blowing the heck out of what you're you, dealing you with. And you don't want that dust. Like we've got fabric out in our sewing room, right? right? Like there's fabric on our racks. Like you just want to keep it all clean. So in case, well, you know what? I was cutting fabric for somebody in here yesterday to send, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, we we got to keep. I mean, the, the well, studio is when clean, I did when know? I did. And costuming. Well, and when I did wedding gowns, oh my gosh, you had to be so clean all the time. But food is another thing. And, you know, we sometimes eat up here. Very seldom, though, I would say. Very, very seldom. It's usually just drinking. But you got to be careful about food because the crumbs will draw bugs. And bugs eat crumbs and then when they run out of the crumbs they, they eat, eat fabric, fabric. And so you know yeah, you gotta think about all that stuff i don't really know the last time i ate we don't we don't really eat up, up here, here. No. I, I drink i we mean we drink I d- a lot try to try to drink right actually in quite fact, a bit we always have water because we're trying to stay hydrated no and sometimes i'm like oh my god i didn't bring my water right. bottle I'm i mean dying. it's easy to get <laughs> lost up here in what you're doing for three or four hours and go whoa you no, know i'm like sewing is like the best diet because, no, I don't, yeah. Lonnie and Karen and a few other group members, they're always posting about consuming. I know. So much, and she's like, oh, this is my sewing ice cream. I'm like, did you, I can't even do, like, multitask yeah. that well. I can't you do know? Like, I, <laughs> I, I can't, I'm not very good at it either. I'm not good enough to, like, I can't even eat, like, a Cheeto. But or, Karen, um, get the wine glass away from the side of your destiny. It drove me crazy. Yeah, we think that's scary, Karen. Yeah, I think maybe there's, like, a law against that <laughs> I, I, or something. Or maybe it's just, you know. Just a ZD law. Yeah, just it a ZD might law. be a ZD law. All right. Well, we appreciate you all listening. And just if you have any other any other suggestions well, or anything. clean your air ducts okay, and well, your air vents. Yeah, uh, yeah you know if, that. Yeah. If you have any other suggestions about things that you, you know, need to make sure to keep up on. I mean, it's happened to me before where I'm like, oh, gosh, never thought to, you know, clean such and such. And it gets there dirty because I didn't realize. You know, sometimes that happens when you're in, like, 
at the shop, there used to be all these little bits of toilet mm-hmm. paper that would get. <laughs> I know. What did people do? I was do? like, what is happening? I don't like, know what? And then I realized it was like a glitch with how the toilet paper, paper thing worked. And I was like, okay, people aren't coming in here and well, shredding you know, up toilet when, paper. When your dad <laughs> you know, <built> the studio. <laughs> He said, you know, I don't think I ever knew how much lint sewing made. And yeah. he, he swore he was going to put in like a laminar flow sort of thing yeah. that, that filtered the air. Because, of course, the dust, you know, our our studio is sort of, the laundry room is sort of attached below. Uh-huh. Our, you know, and he'd say, I see all this stuff just floating down the steps. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, so clean it up, you know. But, <laughs> but yeah, you talked about putting in like a vent that would suck it like right off, you know. Some people have those. Yeah. I had somebody, she said, Oh, I can't buy that mini vacuum attachment kit. I have a, what'd she call it? She has a built in vacuum. Centri- I was like, Oh, well, that's cool. Well, <laughs> it should work, but it would work on, I don't know why it wouldn't work on a central one either because it works on the hose. No, I didn't even know how to react because I didn't Cause know. Because you don't that have one. That's right. Well, we, we, when we, at one point, were adding on to this house, we talked about a central vacuum, but nothing central about this house. Nope. So Good luck. Can't happen. Okay. Okay. Well, we're just, well, anyway, <laughs> just ask Sam's husband when he came to install the oh, satellite, yeah. right? Okay. Well, that's another story. Okay. So um, uh, thank you for listening. You can get a hold of me, Mallory at SewHere.com. If you have any feedback or anything like that, we're on Instagram as ZD Sewing Studio. And you can go join the Self-Sewn Wardrobe Facebook group to talk to us. And we'll tell you what we think about everything. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,